0: Hey uh, yo, hey uh, yo, yes. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Sin 90.7. Keep, hip hop? Hip on this? Damn you, you get me the easy one. You're listening to Sin. Hip Hop. Yes, get it.
1: <laughs> And our next guest on the show you're gonna fall head over heels for, we are welcoming Aussie producer Supreme to the show. Supreme is known for his lo-fi inspired beats, majoring in a deep house music background. He's headlined for many venues, both in Australia and internationally. His new album titled Solstice sees him collaborate with both a lot of Aussie artists and American artists. So, uh, Supreme, welcome to the show.
0: Ah, thank you for having me. Thank you.
1: So, your new album saw you travel to the States where you were producing and working in Atlanta. Can you describe what the experience was like and how it felt to collaborate with artists who not only saw your vision, but were able to make it come to life?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was pretty surreal. yeah, it was it was just a cool cool experience. I mean, it's the home of hip hop, I suppose, and so sort of doing it here in Australia, um, I think we're starting to hit our straps now with with hip hop. But for years, we sort of just were classed as Aussie hip hop, you know. And it was just I never really found myself in that niche, which like I am now collaborating with more Australian artists. But um, I just yeah, I just don't know what it was. I just I just always found that. I was more intrigued and and more appealed uh, my ears appealed more to like the American sound, and I think that 's just because it 's what hip hop or where hip hop comes from so being over there was awesome you 're just surrounded by it all the time, radio stations flat out playing hip hop tracks and just yeah. Just being able to meet cool people and the three artists that are on this from Atlanta, uh, I, I worked closely with, especially Jay Alston. Um, and it was just, it was just an awesome experience and, and got to go into like a, a, a proper, like proper, proper studio, which was owned by uh KY who's two chains and little Wayne sound engineer. And to be able to go in there and showcase my beats to him and just see how he works and, and stuff like that was definitely an eye opener. Um, and it, it sort of just made me more hungry. Um, I think sometimes you can, it's a very sink or swim sort of, sort of thing uh, music where, you know, you can get confronted by something that seems daunting, like being in that situation. But I was just myself and um, he loved the beats and, and just told me to keep working and align myself with more artists and, and bits and pieces. But yeah, it was just, it was just a cool experience. Like I, I met him when he met Jack Harlow. Um, and sure. he was starting.
1: Very yeah, cool. and he was. Oh, uh, wow. yeah. and what was that experience like?
0: yeah that was cool it was just like you know he was showing me um like unreleased film clips for his song sundown and and giving me a background run right on him was like you know make sure you watch him and and he'll be he'll be the next big thing and and you know i, I came back to australia and i was playing his music all the time all my mates I'm like who's this and i'm like oh it's jack holland They're like never heard of him but i'm like yeah like you know he'll be he'll be massive and then you look at him now and you know what's poppin's been nominated for a grammy and it's and crazy. just, you know, it yeah, it's just crazy it's really to see.
1: Crazy. I remember trend. sitting around with some friends and we were listening to Confetti, which is one of his like early songs. And we were just like, Oh, this guy, this guy's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. He's just a cool, he's just a quirky, cool dude. And yeah, just like, yeah, it's just an experience that you, you, you know sometimes you you look back and you go wish i could do it all again but it's it's part of the journey too and it was a big learning curve and it sort of helped me really understand that you have to be happy with with your sound and and what you make as an artist and um it yeah just helped me in really good stead and just opened up a whole new vision on what i wanted to do and achieve and and you know like yeah working still full time and and trying to juggle it all i suppose that's part of the hustle but um yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world, but no, it was an incredible experience at Atlanta and I would I would love to go back and, and work with um more and more artists and just even the street culture and the and the and the and the fashion and everything over there was it was just incredible. So it's definitely somewhere that's got a soft spot in my heart. And I was only there for a short period of time, but yeah, it was an incredible experience.
1: Oh excellent to hear. And I, I also found out that during your travels or during your time being a producer that uh, your laptop got stolen, and I imagine that would be a nuisance for anyone. But while you're working on the go and working full time, having a MacBook go missing—I mean, that's that's hard as it is. I mean, how did you recover and rebuild from that? Like, was it hard? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, look, it was pretty uh, demoralizing. <laughs> like, yeah. it just—I mean, I just started to hit my straps with producing beats. That's sort of where I was at, and I just started to make some things that I thought were were really. We're, we're we're getting there, you know. It's a hard thing to explain, but with a, as a producer, you know, you go from making like just these whack beats to all of a sudden things start sounding like appealing sonically and everything like that. So I was just getting to that stage, and it got stolen. And um, I was very lucky that Melbourne Melbourne's hip hop community and and uh, and nightlife community is in you know like the promoters and club owners and stuff like that. They 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 were awesome, and they reached out and just said like, "Don't stop." keep going and i had djs often offer me you know to go and take music off their laptops if i needed and all that kind of stuff and um someone one of the guys from or one of my mates started like a go fund me page sort of thing and like it was just all unexpected and i didn't i don't want that i, I like to i like to do it off my own off my own bat but um yeah, just to have people reach out like that. And it sort of makes you feel appreciated in the, in the scene. And, and it's, it's something I don't chase. Like I don't chase validation, I suppose, but just to know that people are there who've got your back, um, it's, it's just a very warming, warming feeling. And, and, and it, Definitely definitely was a scary time, though. Like, I thought, oh, no, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. I was working full time and I just was like, no, nah, that's it. I'm just going to be a chippy for the rest of my life and that's all I'm doing, you know. And so to be able to, yeah, to be able to just bounce back, it sort of it definitely motivated me even more.
1: I mean, it sounds like you're a very well-connected guy and the hip-hop community and music community is a very loving and giving one at that. Is there anyone that sort of inspired you to get into the game in the first place or who were sort of the mentors you um,
0: up to? Well, I look, to be like mentors, like could probably come from – actual, like, like you know, famous people. Um, I didn't really have anyone, like, I was pretty lucky. Like, I grew up listening to a lot of different music and I never got told you can't listen to this because of, you know, it's got cursing or whatever. It was, I grew up in a household where, like, if music make whatever, whatever it makes you feel, if it makes you feel good, you can listen to it, you know. So I was pretty lucky in that sense. But there's a lot of, I mean, I used to go and watch, especially DJing, producing not as much, but DJing, like, yeah, I got inspired to DJ from, you know, like Sydney. Sydney DJ uh, DJ Classic. Um, he's probably one of my favourite Australian DJs, and um, he inspired me a lot. I saw him at Schoolboy Q's concert, and uh, he he supported uh, Schoolboy Q with B Wise. So that that gig that they did sort of inspired me, and I suppose other guys in the scene, like you know, you got like your Bobby Love and your Shagsy and and you know these guys who ESG and guys like that, who I really used to go out and love listening to their sets they were the ones that sort of inspired me to get into music. And and it was, it's a surreal feeling when you sort of step up to DJ set and they're behind you, you know, or they're playing before you or after you. And it's, it's like, how did I get here? Sort of thing. Um, and it just makes you realize that, you know, if you do put your head to anything, you can do it. But just in that sense of DJing and stuff, yeah. The, the old school guys who have been doing it for a long time, they're the ones that, you know, I'd go out and love listening to their sets because they played the best music and new music. So, I hold a lot of a lot of credit towards them and and a lot of love towards them. And um, whenever I'm back in Melbourne, I will I uh, will we'll try and catch up with them. It's been a few years now because I've been away working, but um, yeah, just um, I miss those memories and, and miss you know talking to them and telling them I used to go watch their sets and everything. But like they said, you know, like now it's your time to to sort of shine, and you just need to just. Just roll with it. So, no, nah, they helped me in good stead. That 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 crew of people.
1: And I suppose when you come back to Melbourne, we've just got out of the whole big COVID crusade. At that, I mean, that experience alone would have been so daunting with the pandemic and everything. uh How did you actually spend your time?
0: Um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I've been away, so
1: like <laughs> I've, hiding away from I've, all those
0: new cases. Yeah, like yeah, good. Like, yeah like I mean look I'm pretty lucky like in the in the role that I'm in with work and everything we're we're sort of class as essential, and we've been able to work through the whole thing um but like all my family and friends and loved ones and stuff back home like they've done it tough, and I suppose like you just sort of i don't know it's 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 a it's a crazy feeling it's like you just feel helpless at times but you you sort of you'd want to help out where you can you know like i'd send my family uber eats desserts randomly on random nights and and stuff like that from you know i'll be in wa and i'd still send it to the melbourne address you know mum and dad's house or something just to perk them up and and bits and pieces but like we had about two months of lockdown here in kalgoorlie and like all i did was i just went to work came home and just did music that that was it that was i was in the mode of making music and that's what i do most of the time now like if i work three weeks straight and get a week off i'll spend every day at least two three hours minimum just making music and finding sounds that appeal to me and just utilizing my time
1: excellent it is all about that hustle and i hear that well you've just said you're going to be uh, making some new music so in 2021 can we expect new content or can you shed some light on that
0: yeah um yeah, I can. Uh, it's, it's stuff that it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tricky one. Like I, I'm a big country music fan as well. So like, yeah, so I really like old school country music, not, not the sort of new school stuff, but the older stuff I am. So I want to try and make a, a country music inspired track and I'm working on a track at the moment with a guy from uh, North Carolina whose manager reached out and, um, Yeah, just got a few things in the works that Jay Austin and I want to do another collaboration project. And it's just a few things that are are in the pipeline at the moment. And I just got an email the other day about uh, being asked to send beats to um like sony and sony atv and stuff in america for consideration for movies and ads and and video games and stuff like that so that was a big thing for me and i haven't really told anyone that that's sort of an exclusive but like i just sort of keep it yeah no i just sort of i mean i keep it to myself a lot of the a lot of the the small wins that you have because you know i just that's just how i am a bit introverted when it comes to my own time, and, and and personally, I just enjoy my you know my own space and stuff. But um, yeah, it's just a lot of things sort of starting to work out um, at the moment, which is really promising. And uh, it's I think it's all got to do with the runoff, this solstice project. It just it's weird when things start rolling and mo- happening and snowballing. Everything sort of starts happening after that. You just got to have that mindset. But it's taken five like five years now to get to sort of this point. So. It's still a long journey.
1: Oh, just like Mum said, hey.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, this next song that we're about to hear is titled "Buddy Love" and it features American-born, Australian-based rapper Buddy Ryan. Supreme, what does this song mean to you?
0: Uh, I to be honest, it it's, it just reminds me of Buddy. Like I met him through a group of friends and um, we just became close. And I really like his music and and he really likes mine and. I've we've got a couple of things that we've got in the background working on and stuff, but just to hear him on one of my beats is just, uh, it's, it's an awesome feeling. I owe a lot of time for him. He's a perfectionist and he loves his craft. And yeah, this song, this song probably, you know, there's a couple on there that are with close friends and stuff and it just sort of, yeah, hits, hits a bit closer to home just because, you know, I want to see them succeed as well and do well. And, um, you know, they make me better and I hope I can try and make them better as well. So yeah, no, this, this track is just awesome. And, and a low fi boom bap style beat with buddy over the top is always going to be, always going to be a hit. So yeah, I do love this track. It's, it's something special. And um, yeah, I, I think I've run this in my daily mix anyway, when I'm, when I'm getting ready for work and stuff. So it's definitely uh, one of my favorites
1: excellent well you heard it here first everyone that is supreme thank you so much for coming on the show
0: yeah no no dramas thank you very much for having me and uh and thanks for the support too from everyone and and everyone back home and and everyone in melbourne too like it must be hard but um yeah i'm always thinking of melbourne and i'll be back soon hopefully the end of this year so i'll be back and hopefully spinning on the ones and twos again soon but no thank you very much for uh for having me and taking the time
1: we can't wait to have you back. That wraps up that interview, Sin Hip Hop fam. But don't you worry, there's plenty more. You can always listen into our show from 8pm every Wednesday on 90.7 FM or sin.org.au. In the meantime, have a look at our socials. Just search Sin Hip Hop on Instagram, Facebook and Omni.